Welcome to The Pen Garden, your weekly writing productivity podcast which will help you build a zen writing routine tailored to your lifestyle. I'm your host Lainey and you're listening to episode 4 of our second season, Your Personality. The Pen Garden is the place where I share my little nuggets of knowledge about writing and mental health and empower writers to take control of their writing routines. I hope this new season, jam-packed with interesting tidbits about how to be a productive writer by knowing your personality, will be useful to you. I can't wait to hear all about your new and improved writing practices. Grab a drink if you can and relax. This time is for you. When I was younger, I thought the only thing I needed to be able to sit down and write was my imagination, my computer or a piece of paper, and some time. As the years passed and the need to sustain my impromptu writing sessions grew, I realized I also needed some drinks, some snacks, a comfortable seat, a place that didn't stress me out, and an actual plan of what to write, because my patience as a discovery writer started running a bit thin. I know I'm not the only one who searches for the perfect writing environment, the one that is just the right amount of loud for you to be inspiring, and just comfortable enough to keep wrist and back cramps at bay, so health issues don't distract from your ultimate goal of sitting down to write. This episode explores what the perfect writing space and social environment look like for all of the personality types. As with all of the things we've covered so far, it will be different for everyone. I will be using the terms set out by 16personalities.com, but I will put a table of terms on my website so that you can always double-check your type if you forget its name or its letter combination. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, Before you continue listening to this, go listen to episode 2 from season 1 where I explain why your personality type is important and how to find yours. What we have around us as we sit down to do our writing practice is important. In fact, it is so important it can help us with our work or hinder it. A study in classroom spaces for children between 5 and 11 years confirmed that physical space impacts on our learning and concentration processes. One of the measures of the spaces was called linked to nature, which in the study was defined as a measure of natural elements in the classroom, so wooden furniture, plants, or views of nature from the windows and whether there is direct access to an outdoor learning zone from the classroom. For the writing tasks students had, links to nature was found to be significant. Views that included vegetation and objects in the far distance appeared to support better outcomes for students' learning in general. And if you think this is just something that affects children, another study a few years earlier showed that adults performed better on creative tasks after spending an extended time in natural settings. So what I'm trying to say here is that the creative mind doesn't work in a vacuum. And I'm not saying we should all ditch our home offices and our desks and roll in the grass while dictating our next writing project. Instead, I want to encourage you to think about where you do your best writing. And where isn't just about physical space. It is about what the whole environment can offer you. 
That also involves interactions with other writers and engaging in activities that supplement your writing, like eating and drinking and sleeping. Different people will find different spaces appropriate for their writing practice. To give you some starting points for your thinking, I'm going to look at each of the personality types as defined on 16personalities.com. Hopefully, some of these ideas will resonate with you and you can start improving where and how you engage in writing. If you're an architect or a mediator, you probably find your most productive writing sessions are when you're alone, away from distractions. These two personality types share the introverted and intuitive traits, which means their creativity responds best when they can take some time in the company of only their thoughts. The executives and virtuosos also fare best when left alone to write, but for completely different reasons. As sensing and thinking personality types, they crave control over their environment and can create only when they know they can safely be on top of things without any interruption. Then, there are those of us who do our best writing when we share it with someone else. Be it a writing friend, a coach or a mentor, or even an editor, Logicians and advocates are both personality types which revel in being in their own head and creating without much outside influence. But when they're done, they crave to share it with someone who is close and will appreciate their creative genius. The other two types that benefit from having a familiar influence to support their writing environment are logicians and defenders. Unlike the previous two, their creative process doesn't always drive them to share out of excitement. Instead, they can get overwhelmed and overload the practice with unhelpful feelings of insecurity. They both need a strong personality to alter the course of their thinking and set them back on the path of productive creativity. I'm midway through the personality types, but before I move on, I wanted to thank everyone who has already listened to all of the other episodes of The Pen Garden. You're awesome. The rest of you, you're also awesome, but go binge the episodes you haven't listened to yet. They are packed with useful stuff about personalized writing productivity, inspiration around building routines, and random interesting facts around all this. And if you want to keep getting my weekly cups of writing joy delivered straight to you, subscribe to the show. Back to our topic of writing practice environment, we move away from the people who like peace and quiet and dive straight into the four personalities that are at their best when they're surrounded by like-minded creatives. Writing groups, workshops, conferences, retreats, this is where they shine. They all share the extroverted traits, so it's no surprise. Commanders and consuls find inspiration when they can write and inspire by their own example. They would be the leader of a writing or a speaker at an event. Protagonists and entertainers would also be great at that, although their motivations are slightly different. They like to be surrounded by people and are interested in perspectives different than theirs. They would thrive in environments which encourage diversity and discussion, which gives them a chance to shine with their writing and communication skills. The last four personalities don't really like settling down and having one particular space where they get their best writing done. They need flexibility to be their best selves and instead of change hindering their creative processes, it inspires them, leading to some of their greatest work in terms of productivity. Debaters and campaigners, both intuitive and prospecting, 
get their creative urges not from plant research, but when they find something interesting and new, no matter the environment around them. This pursuit of knowledge is fun and does wonders for their writing practice. Adventurers and entrepreneurs both thrive on opportunities for improvisation, sharing the sensing and prospecting traits. Being stuck in a rut can bring about writer's block and unlike the other two personalities, they don't seek out flexibility because it's mentally invigorating, it's because the other option brings their creative output and enthusiasm way down. As a conclusion, I want to say that all of these environments could be great for any personality. Maybe you don't have access to some of those alternatives to sitting at a desk and writing. Maybe your life experiences and your goals don't align with those commonly associated with your personality type. And that's fine. All this is just data, prevalence and a bit of fun. All these statements are based on personality type research shared on 16personalities.com So take what inspiration you can from it, and if it doesn't work, try something else. In the next episode, the final in the season, I will talk about a favorite topic on this podcast, routines. I will look at them through the lens of personality research and will delve into which personalities thrive on routines and which struggle, and how to power up your practice so you can include a routine that complements you and doesn't stress you out. The show notes for this episode are available on my website lanydelorog.com slash pengarden. That's L-A-I-N-E-Y-T-E-L-A-R-O-Q-U-E dot com. All one word slash pengarden as one word. I have cited all my sources there so you can go on and continue your own research on the topic. If you like this episode and happen to be listening on a platform that allows reviews, please leave a review. It helps creators who are starting out, such as myself, let more people know the podcast is enjoyable. Alternatively, come chat with me on the Pen Garden Facebook page or tweet me at Lainey Delarock. If you want to be up to date on Pen Garden news, subscribe to the show and sign up to my newsletter. I promise no spam, only cups of writing joy. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Hope you have an awesome week and speak to you soon.